Hello and welcome to another episode of the Solo Collective Podcast. My name's Matt Saunders and I am a coach to freelancers and creative agency owners. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to identify your ideal client. Now, this is a really big topic for me and one that I feel like I spend a lot of time talking about with my own clients because it's such a big psychological blocker in our industry. So many people come to me and they say, I'm taking on the wrong kind of work for the wrong kind of clients and it's making me unhappy. And I totally feel for them because I probably spent the first 10 years of my career as a web designer working for pretty hit and miss clients, if I'm honest with you. A lot of the times it was projects that I didn't really have much of an interest in with clients, you know, with whom I didn't particularly gel, right? You know, low paid projects, stuff that just, yeah, it wasn't ringing my bell, put it that way. And it took me, yeah, about a decade to actually realize, oh, hey, I can choose who I want to work with. I have that choice. And so in this episode, I'm going to offer you five questions that you can ask yourself to zero in or at least help zero in on who your ideal client might be. Before we dive into the questions, I'd just like to ask you to take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes. The first question is a very simple one on the surface of it, but actually when you begin to scratch that surface, you will realize it's not quite as simple as it sounds. The question is, what motivates you? At the foundation of any action that we take in our lives or in our business, there is a desire. There's a desire to change something, to move from A to B usually to achieve some kind of imagined state that we want to achieve or to escape a state that we're currently in, some kind of state of pain or discomfort. Now, for me, when I first started freelancing in 2009, I realized that I was actually doing that because I wanted to escape the pain and discomfort of my job. I didn't particularly enjoy the, the work that I was doing. I had a horrible commute sitting at the same desk for eight hours a day was just grim. Like I really, really, it wasn't for me. So for me, the key motivator for going freelancing was that I didn't like my job, but I didn't really realize until a few years later that when you run your own business, your motivation has to be something positive. You have to be moving towards something rather than just away from something. So whilst I went freelancing and yes, I managed to escape that nine to five and the commute that I didn't enjoy, what was I moving towards? I knew that I was moving away from something, but I didn't know what I was moving towards. And I think that is one of the main challenges, the underlying challenge that so many freelancers and business owners have. You know, they've jumped out of something, but they don't know what they've jumped into. So the first question is, what motivates you? What are you trying to build? What is the vision for your life? that you want to create. So that's the first foundational piece to this puzzle. And the second question to ask yourself is, what would you love to tell people that you do? When you speak to family members at Christmas or, you know, family gatherings, or when you speak to strangers at networking events, like what would really light you up? What would you love to tell people that you were involved in? 
when I first started freelancing, I didn't know this really. And so when I went to networking events and people would ask me what it was that I did, I would quite sheepishly respond with, um, I make websites. It seems to be a bit of a conversation killer, really. Where do you go with that? I mean, yeah, I make websites. That's cool. But what would you love to tell people that you do? Let's go back to that first question again. What motivates you? And then what would you love to tell people that you do? What would really light you up in those conversations? What could you talk passionately about, you know, endlessly to someone uh, about your business? The third question is, what could be your mission? Now, mission statements and vision statements and things like that, we tend to equate them with or associate them with large businesses. But that doesn't mean that as a freelancer or a solo business owner, you can't have your own mission statement. Your mission statement is essentially about getting into alignment with the things that you care about. And this is really important because when you want to identify your ideal clients, you can do it based upon shared values, a shared mission, if you like. So some of the best projects that I've worked on and best organizations that I've worked with have been charities that are doing something that I deem to be important in the world. And so what's your mission? Like, what, what's the change that you want to be a part of in the world? You know, if you're a creative freelancer, if you're a writer, if you're a designer, that's not all you are. That's not all you have to offer. That's a skill set. It might be something you're very passionate about, but when you're a business owner, if you want to connect with other people that are going to, you know, pay you well, that are going to respect you, you know, the kind of relationships that we want to build as business owners, we've got to find that mission alignment. So the third question is, what is your mission? And the fourth question is, what would be a genuinely exciting inbound lead? So let's imagine that you get a word of mouth referral, uh, you know, somebody sends you a message or, or an email. What would you love to see in your inbox? Like if you could close your eyes and imagine that message coming in, who is it? What are they saying to you? What are they talking about? Like what are the words that they use? This question is a really, really powerful one because it's going to help you to discern the sort of projects that come to you that you don't really want to be involved in, but take on anyway through fear of not getting enough work and the kind of projects that are going to excite you and inspire you because that's why we're doing this. We want to be excited and inspired. There's no point in being in business if you're doing it, um, you know, half-heartedly. So imagine an inbound lead drops into your inbox. What would fire you up? Sit down, close your eyes and think about that question. And finally, question number five, what topic could you give a talk on with very little preparation? So this isn't about public speaking. I'm not asking you to prepare a speech or anything like that. But what are the things that you think about and talk about? Again, this is about leaning into those internal motivators, the things that intrinsically inspire you. Because... These are the things that we actually do want to be getting out there on social media and talking about and blogging about and making videos about and all this kind of stuff. It's not just the skills that we have. It's how we link those skills to the things that we care about, because that is the way that you call out your ideal client. You know, if you're a designer and someone's looking for a designer, 
right? That's the kind of basis of a transactional relationship. But we surely we want more than that. We want to be creating projects and relationships that excite us and, you know, where there's a good amount of money involved because the connection is so strong that it's got more value in that relationship. So a lot of these questions you'll find kind of coalesce around a similar theme, which is what lights you up? The better you know what inspires you and the more you can articulate that and put it out into the world, the more that is going to reach those ideal clients who are then eventually going to find their way back to you. And this isn't just wishful thinking. I have experienced this. I have created this in my own life. This is what marketing is about. Marketing is about leaning into who you are. It's about leaning into your business values and then putting them out there in the world so that they can get in front of your ideal clients. So often we shy away from this stuff because we don't want to frighten people away or we're uh, too afraid to be ourselves. But I mean, come on. If you run your own business, it's down to you to decide who you want to work with, right? And you have that control. You have that power. All you need to do is decide specifically what it is that you want to do and then start talking about it. Start putting it out there. So let me just run through these questions again to summarize for you. Number one, what is it that motivates you? What is your business for? What are you moving towards? Number two, what would you love to tell people that you do? whether it's a stranger at a networking event or a family or a family member or a friend, like what would you love to say to them? What would you love to tell them you're up to this week? Number three, what could be your mission? What's the change that you want to make? It doesn't have to be some profound, hugely impactful change in the world. It just needs to mean something to you. What is that? Number four, what would genuinely excite you about an inbound inquiry? What would you love to hear from somebody when they drop into your inbox? What are they telling you? Where are they they coming from? And finally, number five, what topic could you talk about with very little preparation? Again, this speaks to your intrinsic motivators. It's the stuff that you're already thinking about and talking about. So I hope that those questions were helpful. Don't just listen to this podcast, then move on to the next one. Do spend some time actually writing these down on a piece of paper, thinking them through, journaling them through. It's hard work, I get it, but it's just trust me, it is really worth going through this process to figure out who your ideal client is. And that way you can start saying no to the wrong stuff that comes in and you could start creating an actual structured approach to your marketing where you're constantly putting out the right kinds of messaging that's going to bring in the right kind of clients. So just trust me on this. This stuff works, but you do need to work it. Keep these questions in mind. Ask yourself them regularly, reconnect with them from time to time. And if you put this into practice consistently, you will find that your client base changes for the better. So that's the end of this episode. I hope that it was helpful. If so, please share it with someone else that you know in the creative sector. As I said, too many of us are fumbling around in the dark, not knowing who we want to work with. So if this has helped you, maybe it can help them too. So thank you very much for sharing and I will see you in the next episode.